On this Friday afternoon, this is Out of Bounds at the Southwest Triple M. Daniel Leach here, Alan Crane over there. Now, I have been thoroughly looking forward to this chat that we're going to have. We're doing your double legends at the Southwest today. We've got another legend coming up in about 20 minutes or so, but we quickly caught up with this guy at uh, the Eaton Boomers Football Club last Saturday. You were determined to make sure that we got this man on, and I am stoked that we have this absolute legend, WA Football Hall of Famer. Yes, and give me a hand when I was out at the Boomers too. Much appreciated hand. Look, Swans premierships in 82, 83 and 84. He was captain in 83 and 84 with the Swan Districts. Swan Districts team of the century and just a damn good bloke. And I'm speaking the legendary Keith Narkle. How are you, Keith? Not bad, Crony. Thanks very much for joining us this afternoon. Um, before we talk about Swans, I want to talk about your time at the Bunbury Football Club because you did play there. And I think I'm right in saying you uh, played in a premiership at the Bunbury Football Club as well. And there's a lot of people saying, geez, this kid is a bit good. Do you remember much about the sort of early days playing in uh, in Bunbury? Uh, yeah, I was, I was lucky. Um, uh, Max McGuire, he was my mum's. They were brother and sisters, yep. so he got me to play for Bunbury, and uh, he sort of looked after me. I was only seventeen, and uh, most of the guys who played in that seventy premiership were in their late twenties or thirties, and so we had a old side really. Um, and we met up uh, last week when we played uh, Bunbury, Eaton, and Bunbury. Yeah. In terms of being 17, like you say, you're amongst a whole bunch of big blokes, you know, late 20s into their early 30s. Mm. How much protection did you get from those guys? Like, they must have had to look after you a little bit. Oh, well, like I said, Uncle Max, um, Graham Tidy, uh, Ross Khan. Uh, there was heaps, heaps of guys who looked after me, so mm. I felt pretty safe. But then again, you would have been this youngster flying in, no, no, no fear, no, no sort of expectations, and just take the world on, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, well, originally I was on the wing most of the year, and in the grand final, um, George Spalding told me just to annoy Barnard, just upset him anyway, and <laughs> run with him, and I copped the king hit from him, so. <laughs> That hurt. <laughs> At 17, that would have been great fun. Bloody hell. Now, Keith, what was the recruitment process like in them days? Did Swans just come and catch up with you, or did they go to the family? How did they go about getting you to Swan Districts? Um, well, actually, George Spalding played for Perth. He was the coach. And he got me to go up there and uh, train with Perth because I, I went up for tech for two weeks. And I... Turn up the train and and you think they'd kick it kick it to me or amble you know when you're doing circle work they just ignore me <laughs> <laughs> so I thought stuff this club <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, so uh, West Perth so we interested Claremont was interested um, and uh, well I barracked for Swan District because I spent a couple of years in Midland and I knew some of the players. Mm. So Bill Walker was my idol and he came down and there was no zones then and when he said, do you want to play for Swan District, so I jumped at it. Now in 82, you went to the flag. 
Swans had been down for a long time. That must have been a great feeling because I think Stan Nowotny had been at Swans for a long time. There's a lot of players that didn't taste success. And when that ultimate one comes through, it must have been a great place to be in those rooms. Yeah, the the first one was the, the best, yeah. And, uh, well, Stan was captain for most of the years that he played there and then he was sort of struggling a bit. So um, Graham Melrose uh, was recruited and he was captain in 82 and he broke down in 83 and I took over as captain in 83. We talked about sort of, you know, winning the first premiership in 82. It was it was a three-peat, 82, 83, 84. And you happened to captain 83 and 84. Is there, like, at that time, like we're talking sort of peak Swan District's history right here, to be able to be part of that side, is that, you still get great memories of that sort of thinking back to it? Yeah, I still go up every year. I get invited up um for a president's lunch on a, so I still enjoy going back to the club. Um, but uh, we probably should have, we could have won five in a row, but 80 and 81, Toddy was a bit of a, a hard trainer and he used to run the guts out of us. And <laughs> by three quarter time in the grand final, we were gone. I must say, I got that feeling when we talked to Mick Grasso last week because he was coached by uh, John Todd for a little while too and I get the feeling that he was a bit of a hard taskmaster. You could also say, you know, the reason that you guys didn't win the premierships in 8081, you weren't captaining at the time. I mean, you know, if you're going to be at your best, make sure that you put the, the best guy as captain. What was it like being captain? Like, Did you enjoy it? Oh, well, as most people know, I'm pretty uh, reserved, fairly quiet. Yeah. Spoken and uh, Toddy liked the way that I I can get the best out of the young kids. There was a lot of young kids around the club, and one on one, I they respected me. Yep. And uh, Toddy just said, I, I like the way you're bringing the young kids on, so I want you captain. Whereas I had to think about it because I didn't really want it. Yeah. <laughs> Now, Keith, you talk about his president's lunch. I was lucky enough to go with you one year, and we sat next to a big mate of yours in Ronnie Boucher. What's your oh. best Ronnie Boucher story? Oh, there's heaps. <laughs> heaps but, um, <laughs> I'll tell you, we've only got five minutes left. <laughs> no, the, the one that really annoyed me, because he was, if ever we were in, uh, it was a wet, rainy game or, training, he'd just walk into the shower, first shower he'd just tap the guy on the shoulder, they'd move out of the way and let him in. <laughs> <laughs> I'd walk in behind him and whoever was standing next to him, he'd tap him and <laughs> out. <laughs> so he'd uh, let me little mate in. <laughs> I like that. That's good Looking story. after you, that's good. Yeah, um, but one time he didn't look after me. Oh. Against South Fremantle. Yeah. Um, he normally uh, stands over and shepherds, and I, shepherd and I went down to pick up the ball, and all of a sudden, my lights got turned out. Oh, <laughs> it was Steve, Steve and Michael coming like a freight train. Oh. And he lined um, Rue up, and Rue 
I said, how, how come you jumped out of the way? He says, I wasn't going to stay there and cough. <laughs> 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 uh, so, um, but Stephen apologised to me. He said, I wasn't after you. <laughs> after <laughs> they had some great battles, didn't they? Oh, Stephen yeah. Michael yeah. and Ron Boucher. Uh, yeah. Just one more. You played state footy as well. That must have been a level up again. Yeah, my first state game was uh, against uh, South Australia at the Lakes. They just it was their hundredth hundredth year, I think. Or, so they were really celebrating. But we ended up beating them by seven points. Uh, I started on the bench, and there was no rotation then. So I. Uh, the first thing I did, hope someone gets injured, hope someone gets injured <laughs> <laughs> to myself. <laughs> Tony Morley rolled an ankle in the first five minutes. <laughs> oh, Keith Knuckle on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I ended up kicking seven points and that, that's what we won by. <laughs> as long as you're getting some of the ball, that's the important thing I'd have thought. Um, you, so many things I reckon you would have loved about your career. I mean, just some other, just small things here. Um, one of the rare players to poll Sandover medal votes in 13 consecutive seasons, which is quite remarkable. But like I said, to actually be part of the team of the century for Swan Districts, that must have been a really special sort of nod of the, uh, nod of the cap from the club to you as well. Yeah, um, it was because, uh, you know, uh, at the time, Leon Blake, he just, he ended up in the um, reserve, one of the reserve players, but they didn't really see the true potential of him because he, I think he only stayed there a couple of years or two or three years. Mm. Um, and there's quite a few players who could have been in there. So my first league game was actually on the half-forward flank before I became a wingman. <laughs> is that right? Because this is like final round of 1971 or something, was it, that you made your league debut? Yeah, it was, I played thirds, seconds. I played about six seconds game, and then yeah. and Bill Walker was coach of the league, and uh, he gave me a league game in the last game of the year against Subiaco. Jesus. That's a so, nice step up. Uh, well, uh, I missed out on all the best first year awards the following year, so oh, yeah, I was a bit annoyed because there were some good, good awards. It's all right. They made you captain down the track, so that's at least something I'd have thought. Um, Keith, it's great to catch up with you. I, I know you're such a modest man and, you know, you, you're probably not the sort of person that would love to talk about yourself, but just to give us 10, 15 minutes of your time to talk about uh, playing football, playing at the top level and um, being, as I said, just uh, so giving of your time today. Really do appreciate it. Uh, thank you for joining us and we're uh, looking forward to seeing you out in the footy again uh, very soon. No worries, Dan. Dan, is it? Yep, absolutely. You don't need to worry about me. It's fine. I'm just the guy that hits the buttons, talks a little bit, and lets Craney do his thing. That's the important thing, Keith. Trust me. That's all you need to know. Keith Narkle, what an absolute delight to have him on the show this afternoon here on Out of Bounds, right around the southwest here at Triple M.